Blog Talk Radio. Peace be upon you all. That is Assalamualaikum. With God's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer. Good morning to you all. <clears throat> this is uh, John Nasheed. We're focusing on issues of concern. And once again, welcome this morning. And the topic that we would like to address today is the importance of community life today, especially today, but the importance of community life. I recall a booklet some time ago, must have been back in maybe the 70s, by a fellow by the name of Dr. Naeem Akbar, and he was talking about the community of self. And, you know, these terms, this kind of uh, knowledge and information wasn't, uh, we weren't too familiar with, but we thank Allah for blessing us with scholarly brothers in the secular world and also in Islam to bring us to a higher understanding of the concept, the concept of community. And the first thing that he was talking about was the community within your own self, your will, your drives, your conscience, your reasoning memory, ego, senses, and things of that nature. And all of these things work together as one. How do we know that? Because Allah is the creator of all things. He is one in everything that he created. He created it in oneness. So they're all related and connected. That's the first thing that we have to understand about community is everything is related and connected. So if this community within our own self is related and connected, then quite nasty, God created the human family to be related and connected. Uh, quite nasty, they got uh, separated. We separated in our understanding from that oneness because of the evil influences of Satan on this controlling, actually at this particular time, controlling the thinking of the minds of people. And then Satan comes into the picture. He begins to separate what God had made whole. So we have to understand this. And if we can't understand it within our own self first, then how are we going to understand the bigger picture of the community of ourself and then the community of the outer community? And uh, we have to be become thinkers, we have analytical, we have to analyze things for our benefit. And if we do, God will bless us. He'll bless us in this life and also in the afterlife. And we have to be students. This is the the, the, the understanding that Muslims understand from the very beginning because Allah said in the Quran, the first word was Ikra. Ikra means to read actually read and give your attention to what you are reading. Just read over words, study it. And if we uh, begin to study words, it begins to open up more and more information for our understanding. Very, very important. West and East Africa. And we're talking about, as an example, we're talking about the African-American community. And we know that African-American community is in bad shape. And this is something that we have to establish here in America, the African-American community. And once we establish that, then we have a responsibility 
to reach out for every other community in the world and bring those communities together. Are you talking about the Christian community, the Jewish community, the Buddhist, the Hindu communities? Yes. We're talking about the business community. We're talking about the educational community. All communities must come together as one so we can have peace on this great earth that Allah created for mankind. And we know in West and East Africa, the communities were broken up by slave trade, the West Coast of Africa, many of the slaves that came to America was uh, Muslim. They were Muslim. They came to the country and were put into slavery, actually for 400 long years, slaves in in North America. Slaves destroyed the family life. And we read many stories about African-American families, the father being separated or sold off from the the family, the, the mother being being raped and sold off. The children didn't know who their fathers were. The families were completely devastated by separation. And we know as an intelligent people that without family, there's no community. There were no communities on slave plantations, although they tried as hard as they possibly could to establish some semblance of community, but nonetheless a productive, established community life where we were responsible for our needs and our production was not there. It literally destroyed the African-American community, slavery in North America. And it's foolish for people to think that the people who enslave you will free you. It really doesn't make any sense. We go right back to Naeem Akbar, where he says, the community of your own self. And once you understand the community of your own self, then you begin to understand that you are the ruler over yourself. Alhamdulillah. Every individual is a ruler over his own self who makes a contribution to the whole. And this is a very beautiful picture that is given to us in the world today. And we are thankful to Allah that he sent the Quran, the Holy Quran. The Holy Quran came to America. And it came for the purpose of freeing us. See, Allah has the power. He has the power to do as he see fit. He leaves us in a condition for a certain amount of years. And when he sees fit, he sends his light, and his light is the Quran. And the, it's the Quran that will bring us back to life. Actually, light is life. And the more we read the Quran, the more we study the Quran, the more we study the universal picture of the Quran, and the more we understand the oneness of the Quran, eventually at some point in time we'll begin to reestablish the family life reestablish the individual life, reestablish the family life, reestablish business life, reestablish education and community development. These things are very important. You know, sometimes Satan, he gets us all tied up in emotional things. Islam is not an emotional religion or emotional way of life. Islam is a practical way of life that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed for mankind on this planet Earth. 
And if we put our trust in our Lord, then quite naturally we'd be successful. Maybe we won't be able to see the whole picture in our lifetime, but we have to know where we are now that this idea will eventually come to pass. That's faith. See, faith is something that we believe. We don't know it. There's no way for us to know it, but we believe. If you believe in Allah, if you believe in his ideas, his concept, the Quran, then you know in time that the world will come back to where Allah originally created it in the first place. And we can go on and tell the story about Satan and how Allah gave him respite and gave him the opportunity to try to prove to Allah that mankind was not worthy. You know, we know those, those stories and everything, but Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the best knower. And if Satan ruled for a thousand years, a hundred thousand years, or a million years, eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation will come back to the reality that Allah created it in the first place. Alhamdulillah. You know, my first introduction, and as I mentioned, we were a shattered community, strung out all over the place after the freedom of slavery, after the Emancipation Proclamation. Many communities went to the north. They followed from the south up, and people on the east coast, uh, Georgia, Florida, north of the Carolinas, they end up in New York, the, the coastals, northern cities. Other people in Chicago, Mississippi, Alabama, went to Chicago, etc. right? And when we came... To America, we had an idea, a small idea of what community was because we had to gather together for our own uh, uh, support, for our own survival, as a matter of fact. We had to formulate little small communities or ideas of community, you know, sharing out of our pot any clothes that were extra that the children grew out, we gave them to the other family. You know, that was a good idea. But it wasn't the idea of formulating real community life, the structural community life, where we had infrastructure, where we had business, where we had our own education, etc. And these are the things that we are striving for right now in our development. The Quran is the first teacher. It's the teacher that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends to benefit mankind. And my first introduction or my first real experience with community, it was in an Italian community. I was living with my grandmother. I went to school. I believe it was about the sixth grade, but I was really surprised. I was really surprised to see this school. The school was called Columbus School, an Italian neighborhood. Uh, Their specialty foods uh, sausage and cheese and things like that that was openly displayed, the smell of those things in the stores, the language, the Italian language that they spoke, uh, the language that they spoke in the Christian religion, etc. Uh, the bread smell in the streets, uh, chickens, pigeons, and things of that nature. All of these things really influenced my thinking. And if I probably would have stayed there in ignorance, I would have thought I was an Italian. And this is how powerful and how strong these communities are. Not only Italian communities, but this is my experience, other communities also. And who says that we can't have many 
communities in the United States of America. There's a Russian community, there's a German community, there's the Irish community, there's many different communities, right, that right here in these United States of America and each one in their own way make a contribution to the United States of America. So who say that we can't develop a community to represent ourselves as a community in these United States of America for the betterment of the whole? Quite nicely, God is the best knower. But as long as we are in the dark or under the influences of the same old master that have been over us for 400 years, then we won't raise any further than we are right now. That concept, that idea of community is much bigger than living in a hood, living in the projects, living in an African-American community. If we're not producing, if we're not building, if we're not supplying, then quite nasty, that's not that's not community. That, that's just existence, existing, right? If we're not uh, making and supplying our own clothing and our foods, etc., we are only existing to the benefit of these big corporate people who supplies all of our needs. Supply our own needs. Imam Morathi Muhammad is a very wise man. And one of the great things that he did that I think most of us really don't even understand, establish a, collect, a collective purchasing conference, right? He, and the idea for that is to pool our resources to supply our needs. We didn't understand. We were just a foolish people who depend on other people for our existence. So we really didn't have the real true appreciation that we needed to be successful in establishing community. Because once individuals are able to supply the resources that they need, then they are on the road to establishing the foundation for their existence. Our young kids wouldn't be in the streets selling drugs and shooting each other and things of that nature if they had the opportunity to occupy businesses, etc., become learned students or teachers, etc. They wouldn't. And the reason that we're doing that today is because we're not striving to establish a future for ourselves in community life. And quite nicely, God is the best knower. And another example of community, and this is a like a evolving period for me in my mind of thinking, right? Uh, the Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam was a Muslim community. Actually, it was the first African-American Muslim community, or the idea for that. We know that the Nation of Islam didn't follow the, the tenets or the principles of the religion of Islam proper, but nonetheless, it was an introduction, a Muslim community. Actually, it was a sign. Actually, it was a sign for the bigger understanding that was going to come to us later. That was the Nation of Islam under the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and uh, it was community. We pooled resources. Uh, we manufactured. Right? We had farmlands. We had chickens. We had eggs. And the brand on the product was your product or your eggs or your watermelons or your corn or your restaurant, etc. He wanted to get the feel 
or the people to get the feel that these things belong to us and not the white man. See, we have a very serious problem with our community being connected to the white man. And it's a reality. It is. So he came and presented the community and the nation of Islam to produce our own needs. We had many different developments. And not only was it the national development of the nation of Islam, these uh, developments, it was also in individuals. Individuals caught on to that idea, and they began to develop ideas to enhance the community, opportunities to enhance our community. And we shared with one another in some cases, we even had to live with one another. When things got tight, and Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, quite nasty, is the best known. So these are developments along the path to where Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, wants us to be. You know, we don't have to come on and give these long, drawn-out teachings about things that are happening up in the universe, in the sky, and you know, complicated matters. Let's bring, come back down here on earth and let's roll up our sleeves and start dealing with practical things. Take the religion quite naturally. It's in our Quran, but it's not just to take us up into the sky and leave us up there. No, we went up into heaven and then Prophet Muhammad, when he got there, he came back down. He said, as it was in heaven, so shall it be on earth. Now we have to start getting practical start working and rolling up our sleeves and put on some work boots and whatever we have to do or business suits or whatever the case and start working for the development of community life. And then we come to that great picture of our Prophet Muhammad when he made the migration from Mecca to Medina. I think he was in the city of Mecca for the first 13 years of his mission, and he was teaching the believers Tawheed and Taqwa. Tawheed is the Tawheed is is uh, to be conscious, to be con- God conscious. Tawheed, Tawheed. No, but excuse me, belief in the oneness of God. Tawheed, belief in the oneness of God, and Taqwa is to be God conscious. You know, whenever we do something, we bring God to mind. You know, we think, we say, I'm getting ready to do X, Y, Z. And we, we filter that through our mind and say, well, will God be pleased with that? Right? Now, remember, these were people like we were. These, were. these were pagan people. These were people of ignorance who had no real understanding about community, society, developments, and things of that nature. So he taught them about God first or the oneness of God. He gave them the concept of oneness, community, common, things that we do in common, in unity, community, right? So he taught the believers that first, and then he migrated. Allah caused him to migrate to the city of Medina, and in the city of Medina, which was 10 years, the last 10 years of his mission, (laughs) he built the first Muslim community in the city of Medina. And this is called the city of the prophet or the city of light. And all of the things that an individual need, not only just Muslim life, human life, everything that they need 
for the development of their life on earth was demonstrated in the city of Medina by dear Prophet Muhammad and his community. So we have to study, and we have to study the lessons of Medina. It's a complete community for the whole of mankind, not just for Muslims, for human life, because Allah didn't send the Quran just for us. When the Adhan is called, when the Muezzin calls the people to prayer, he's not just calling the Muslims to come to prayer. The the Adhan is said loud to get the attention of the people all over the world. And he's calling them back to what? Calling them back to life. Calling them back to human life. Not just to the rituals. The rituals is demonstrating how human life should be lived, how it should exist on this great planet Earth. Haya al-salah, haya al-salah. Come to prayer, come to cultivation, human cultivation. Alhamdulillah. In this city of Medina, this beautiful city of Medina, I was there. I went to the city of Medina when I went to pilgrimage in Mecca. In the city of Medina, you don't see it written on a tablet. It's in the workings of the people. You see how the people, you see how the life of the Prophet Muhammad. When he first went there, the people were willing to take care of the companions of Prophet Muhammad. And they rejected their charity or their support. And one fellow said he went out and he gathered firewood and he sold it to the community. Another fellow, he said, just show me to the marketplace. Now, these are dignified individuals. They're showing you how community life is established. And then there was a principle of charity. Once you receive uh, pay or some benefits, then a certain amount of that goes into charity to benefit the other folks in the community. It doesn't go into the imam's pocket or the preacher's pocket. It goes for the people. Charity is for the people. And and quite nasty, if we understand these things, we will never, we will never be unsuccessful because Allah quite nasty knows best so the prayers was established their charity was established everything that we needed for the benefit of mankind established and quite nasty God is the best knower all the needs of mankind was established there for the total human community and that should be our focus our focus should not just be on African-Americans, Arabs, Caucasians, Asians, or whatever the case, our focus should be on the total human community all over the world. We see today we have uh, wealthy, wealthy, so much wealth in America, so much wealth in China, so much wealth in Africa, not controlled by Africans, but nonetheless it's there, and so much wealth in the world. And your reports say that 10% of all of the wealth, all of the resources, all of the wealth belongs to 10% of the people on this planet Earth. And 90% of the people suffer. There's a problem with that. And this is why we have to talk like this. This is why we have to call people back to community life. If 90% of our 
people on this planet Earth are suffering. And I've watched many films, and I've read many books, and I see the suffering of individuals. How they, There's a fellow who works at work in an environment where, where people are incarcerated. And there was a fellow who came here, and he was from a Muslim country, and he was a drug seller. So I said, Brother what do you think your people in Africa would be proud of you for coming over here to sell drugs? He said, no. He knew they wouldn't, and he hoped they'd never find out. But he said when he came to America, and while he was working, he said he was doing great. He was taking care of about three or four families there. And then when he, uh, his work terminated, then he started selling drugs. And he said what hurt him so bad now He's not that he's not able to take care of not even his own family. And they depend on him. They depend, depend on them who come to this country for their livelihood. Do you think the people just want to come to America because of America's moral dollar, values? Of course not. They come here for economic reasons, to take care of the needy people in their communities, in the society, or the country that they came from. So keep these Thoughts on our mind. First thing first, the community of self, the oneness of self, the leadership over the self. Every individual is a ruler and a leader over his own self. And if we understand those things, then we can make it bigger and bigger and greater and greater. And don't keep in mind, education comes in many forms. Everybody can't be an imam. We have a a hundred people in the community. I I guarantee you in some communities, 50 of them is an imam. No, everybody can't be the imam. We we select the imam to be the leader. And once he leads us in prayer and give us the understanding that we're supposed to have, then he comes back into the community to be one of us also. No individual stands out beyond the community. Every individual belongs to the community for the health of that community. So we thank you, and may Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, bless each and every one of us all over the world, relieve us of hunger and homelessness and things of that nature, and may Allah guide us on the journey of creating strong community life to benefit mankind. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.